Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey everyone, it's Redman Bite Size Time. It is Sunday. It is the 30th of July and the Reds have won another pre-season game. I'm going to be talking around the big talking points from that match, uh, picking up on some of Jürgen Klopp's quotes around Liverpool's need for midfield reinforcements, a little side story on one of them, uh, and the biggest, most dominant news story around Liverpool transfers as broken by the mirror involving Liverpool... And wait for it, Kylian Mbappe. Um, stay tuned for that one. Um, right, we're going to start off. Jürgen Klopp has asked in his press conference um, around today's game about the situation regarding uh, midfield. He was initially asked around Fabinho's imminent transfer to Al Ittihad. Uh, this is Anfield. They've got a great video clip from this if you want to go and watch it. Um, but basically, he was asked about Fabinho whether there's any updates, and he said Fabinho. Jürgen uh, said Fabinho is not here, and that shows things are ongoing. But as far as I know, it's not finalised. We obviously all have to get used to these kind of things now. Timings are not exactly like we are used to it in the moment so far. That's why it's better to wait until things have happened before speaking about it. Uh, he was then asked if Liverpool. You know, needed to move on with midfield reinforcements. Um, Klopp, again, according to this, Anfield said, Klopp knows this though, and assured supporters that Liverpool are working on the issue. The manager said, uh, in reference to getting more midfielders, that would not be a bad idea, he said. And just to, just to clarify, he said that whilst laughing. Uh, we know that we have to do something there. It is absolutely clear we are working on solutions. I think everyone can imagine that. So, yes, as though, although no. New players have um, have come in the door since the exit of Jordan Henderson and with the impending exit of Fabinho. It seems like right now, um, yeah, Liverpool are working around the clock to try and get something done, something over the line. And just Klopp's reference there to like the how things are now done does lead to a little bit of speculation, opens the back door there to whether he's just referring to, obviously, the influence of the money of um, the Saudi Arabian Pro League and whether that's turning his players' heads or you know the, the order of business in which things seem to be taking place, like players being reached out to and agreeing deals and then clubs then playing hardball over the feet, or if it's just the idea that the money's not as quickly forthcoming as, as they hoped it would be. You know, two weeks now since Fabinho's 40 million deal was purportedly agreed and are Liverpool waiting on that money before they can push the button on another transfer unknowns uh, to be perfectly honest but um, yeah certainly a little bit of additional speculation can be read into uh, Jurgen Klopp's words there we'll have to see what happens in the coming days uh, the player that have, has been strongly targeted in this last week by the Reds 
Um, I know all preseason to be fair, but certainly seems to have ramped up in recent days is Romeo Lavia. This is a game by this is Anfield, uh, though reporting that Romeo Lavia has been involved in Southampton friendly despite Liverpool bids. They say despite ongoing interest from Liverpool, including a first bid rejected, defensive midfielder Romeo Lavia is still part of Southampton's preseason. Lavia is the priority target as Jurgen Klopp seeks to find solutions in the transfer market following the sales of Jordan Henderson and Fabinho. Neither exit was planned, but now Liverpool must push forward with a bigger rebuild than even anticipated, having already brought in Alexis McAllister and Dominic Sobersly. Earlier this week, the club saw an initial bid for Lavia with £37 million rejected by Southampton, uh, with Sanfield later reporting plans for a second offer. It had been hoped that a deal could be struck in time for the teenagers to fly out of Singapore, where Liverpool are currently based for pre-season. But, as it stands, Lavia is still in the Southampton squad and part of Russell Martin's planning for the upcoming campaign in the Championship. On Saturday, the Belgian came off the bench in a one one-nil defeat to AZ Alkmaar at St Mary's that served as the final warm-up friendly before the domestic season kicks off against Sheffield Wednesday. Though Lavia only played 16 minutes against the Dutch outfit, if he was close to a move elsewhere, it is unlikely Martin would have afforded him any game time. Liverpool remain hopeful of signing the 19-year-old in the near future, of course, with personal terms already agreed. It has been suggested that their next offer will be in the region of £45 million inclusive add-ons, with Southampton valuing the player closer to £50 million. Um, £50 million, £50 million. Uh, A compromise is likely to be reached, given how close the two parties are, though it seems more realistic the player would join his new teammates upon their return from Singapore if a transfer is secured. Yes, um, so no movement at the moment on the Romeo Lavia deal and as mentioned if they wanted to get it uh, so he could be involved in any way shape or form in the Singapore tour it would realistically have to be done on Sunday to give him even the faintest of chance just due to this the sheer amount of traveling involved um in that and yes as mentioned you know in that article Southampton did play as Ed Alkmaar yesterday um the 16 minutes, I, I think that can be read both ways, if I'm being perfectly honest, just from the, the report there at This Is Anfield, that I think if it was imminent, then you would take him out of the team completely. However, if he was nailed on to be staying, I think he likely plays a little bit more in that game. So, so the Southampton are maybe playing a little bit of brinksmanship there, saying, look, we're carrying on with our pre-season. They're also making sure he has a couple of minutes under his belt as well, such that if they do need to use him against Sheffield Wednesday, he will be you know, in, in, a, in a condition to do just that. And as mentioned, uh, their season kicks off on Friday, the 4th uh, of August, 8, eight o'clock kick-off uh, away at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, in the championship so yeah really the championship season is closing in Liverpool will be needing to get that deal over the line for their you know for their help and also for that of um, of Romeo Lavia as well yes we will have to see what comes of that in the coming days small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Just uh, some talking points then. As mentioned, Liverpool beat Leicester 4-0 in their third pre-season friendly uh, of the summer so far. Goals from Nunes, Bobby Clark, Diogo Jota and Ben Doak, the two youngsters grabbing their first ever goals from the club. Uh, Liverpool went racing to a three-goal lead in an eight-minute period from 30 to 38 minutes with Nunes 30, Clark 35 and Jota on the 38th minute. Uh, after a tricky start uh, to the game for the Reds, really, um, showing once again a little bit of vulnerability to direct play, to counter-attacks, to pace in behind. Uh, Quinn Kelleher forced into a really positive, strong, brave bit of goalkeeping to deny Wilfred and Didi uh, uh, with the clear, first clear-cut chance of the game, certainly. And one of the big talking points in terms of the starting eleven for the Reds was that Curtis Jones was moved into the number six. We've seen Trent utilised in, in the opening two games, in the first opening halves of the opening two games, uh, which I think you would probably class as the closest in all three games to Liverpool's first choice 11 although there's obviously a little bit of a debate as to who those forwards would be in that team but yes Curtis Jones deployed in the six and actually performing really really well certainly having seen now Jones and Trent playing it the feels much more benefit to having Trent in the inverted right back role as opposed to Connor Bradley you're limiting what you can do it looked, it looked a general better and obviously naturally much more mature fit there allowing Trent that license to play much more of that creative midfield role from there um, Bobby Clark great to see the youngster get his first goal I think he's been one of the real highlights from the youth players in, in, in this preseason so far You know, not to be disrespectful to the likes of McConnell and Scanlon who have actually held their own really really well and particularly um, McConnell in this game but Bobby Clark starting to feel much more like a player who is Ready, you know, you could easily see him playing and starting in a in a league cup or an FA Cup early round team for Liverpool without a doubt. Whether he's quite ready for the the, the true first eleven for the Premier League is uncertain. But the question will be: Is he available? Is he ready as a level to, a level to play in the Europa League? If he can play like this, I'm not entirely certain that he won't be. Um, which is a really complicated way of saying it. I think he's been really good so far. Um, but took his goal brilliantly. Mohamed Salah cutting it back to him on the edge of the air. Really cleanly struck finish across the goalie low into the bottom left-hand corner. Um, another of the high points of that first half was Alexis McAllister playing as the right side at eight uh, alongside Bobby Clark, but actually drifting into space wherever he was required, picking the ball up and a great little couple of passes where Trent just played it directly through the middle of the pitch, through the lines gathered up by McAllister and he just quickly moves the ball on he's looking to play a Nunes or looking to feed it wide to either Jotter or Salah 
had a real good sort of guy behind the guy role in a couple of Liverpool's first half goals from McAllison has drawn a lot of praise for that performance really looks a natural fit for what they're trying to do uh, yeah a very very impressive uh, outing again for Alexis McAllister uh, I touched upon his name there as well Darwin Nunes uh, took his goal absolutely uh, splendidly it was actually another ball through to Diogo Jota he had the shot across the goal it was saved and just Nunes' speed of reaction speed of thought to get in there from a night uh, a really nice tight narrow angle uh, to lift it over the goalkeeper to grab that goal having already had a goal disallowed for offside which he showed uh, unbelievable composure to lift the ball over the goalkeeper around him and then uh, and took it home a bait he was quite comfortably offside when the replays uh, were, were played back so yeah, continued looking sharp. Uh, continued looking sharp throughout the game. Darwin Nunes, and once again, just another really solid performance in the nine. There were some question marks, of course, going into this game. You know, him and Jota have been kept apart to this point. Jota has been playing the nine for Liverpool, whereas what we saw was Jota play off the left, Nunes play through the middle again, and actually Cody Gakpo in the second half team was back to playing in the number nine and doing it in a very recognisably Cody Gakpo slash Bobby Firmino kind of false nine way. Um, the, the domination of the the Reds really continued into the second half without the same kind of cutting edge. It was, I think it was fair to say, probably a stronger team in the second half this time out than it was against Greater Firth. It was Luis Diaz, uh, Gakpo and Bobby Clark across the front three. Dominic Soberslai returning from injury left of the eights. Harvey Elliott on the right of that really gave Liverpool a lot of creativity but yeah just not quite the same level of domination Luis Diaz continued to look bright really terrorising defenders Ben Doak though an absolute standout for the Reds absolutely electric time and time again offering great width but just choosing his moments either to play overlapping passes and get on the run or just from a starting position, take players on and cause havoc. Two or three great opportunities he, he, he created by getting to the byline and just couldn't quite deliver the, the killer final ball, but another very, very, very exciting performance from a very exciting young player as well. And Dominic Soberslai, who has obviously had a little bit of a tougher time of it this preseason, missed the last game through injury, got 30 minutes under his belt, starting the second half, but being withdrawn before the end. Um, nearly scored an absolute world. He haven't won the ball back um, to start a counter-attack in Liverpool's half shot from just inside the Leicester half trying to lob the goalkeeper the goalie raced back and the only thing he could think to do to stop the goal from going in was to dive and header it away as he was just about crossing the line of his 18 yard box a fabulous little moment of innovation from Dominic Sobber's line hopefully a sign of more to come and lastly the only real talk, other talking point is uh, aside from obviously Ben Doak t- scoring a header for his first goal which was unexpected to all uh, from a Sobber's line corner flicked on by Matip uh, Alison Becker played just 30 minutes of the game Kel had got the first 60 and Ali came on to finish off the game um, so yeah that was that and let's move things on then to the big headline the one that probably for a lot of you by the time you listen to this you will, this will have been heavily shot down but uh, the mirror uh, yesterday evening uh, John Richardson, who is labelled as sports correspondent um, for the Mirror, uh, has a headlined article of exclusive Liverpool and sensational Kylian Mbappe transfer talks after PSG stars Saudi snub. Liverpool are in talks with PSG over a sensational loan move for Kylian Mbappe. PSG are fuming that Mbappe refused to talk to Saudi Arabia side Al-Halal after the French champions accepted their world 
record shattering 259 million bid but they also fear that Mbappe will walk out for nothing in 12 months time to Real Madrid Liverpool are ready to offer Mbappe a one year loan deal which gets him out of Paris will bring in cash for PSG and enables the 24 year old striker to complete his dream move to Madrid the Reds have been encouraged by Mbappe's respect for the club and the fact that his mother Faisal Lamari also his agent is an avid cop fan Mbappe has often praised Anfield boss Jürgen Klopp and he and his representatives held transfer discussions with Liverpool before opting to join PSG when he decided to leave Monaco um, there is a little bit more to this I'll read it before I give you my obvious reaction to this um, we talked a little bit but not too much he told the Telegraph last year we talked a little bit I talked to Liverpool because it's the favourite club of my mum my mum loves Liverpool I don't know why you'll have to ask her it's a good club and we met them five years ago when I was in Monaco I met them it's a big club Um as far as legitimacies of articles go, there's a moment in this article, there's a sliding doors moment in this article where this could have gone from spurious nonsense, which is what it is, uh, to something legit. And it, it, it's the line, the Reds have been encouraged by. Now, what should follow is positive discussions with Mbappe's camp or... Um, word in France from key journalists close to the striker something like that not his, his respect for the club and the fact that his mum supports Liverpool no 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 there's that I mean that they could they can remain true and there could be absolutely nothing doing there's for me there's not enough to this to have it be anything other than just some you know something to casually talk about and fill a little bit of conversation time over the weekend while we wait for more stuff to happen but yeah something is likely to happen with Mbappe something big you know he's he is heir apparent to being the, the best player on the planet he's clearly fantastic would Liverpool have been in for him Liverpool certainly have held an interest in him are they going to be interested in taking him on a one year loan deal when let's be honest they don't need any more attackers even if there's not a club on earth that doesn't need the best striker on the planet. I don't know. It doesn't feel like a very Liverpool move to me, this, and there doesn't seem to be anything in that article that comes close to facts, uh, or certainly facts that would indicate a move is likely, rather than, like, his mum's a Liverpool fan. It might be a fact, but it has no bearing on whether Liverpool have held talks or look likely to hold talks with Kylian Mbappe, PSG, or his mum. So, yeah, I would I would treat that one uh, with a huge pinch of salt, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, so, yeah, that is where we are at Liverpool. Three wins from three in pre-season so far. Um, if you want to continue the joy and happiness going, then do uh, go and check out our brand new limited edition book, Bobby Firmino, Best in the World. It is now available to order. I spent two days last week signing the author signed editions. Uh, they have started to be posted out now, so if you want to go and grab one, do. Uh, very, very limited run of that book, and the author signed ones are even more limited than that. It is a brilliant and vibrant look back on the Liverpool career of a cop legend with great stories, stats, photos, and artwork. Get yours ordered now at redmenmerch.com. And if you want to keep up to date with all the Liverpool trans fair news head to redmenplus.com uh, Jano Insight with Neil Jones is back tomorrow morning uh, and uh, on Thursdays as well and Dan Club if that's been doing an absolutely sensational job of getting everyone up to date on what is going on with Romeo Lavia what's happening in terms of transfers who he is who is he as a footballer he's been speaking to Southampton journalists he's been speaking to his coach from when he was 15 years old all that content is available right now in video and as podcasts on redmenplus.com head over subscribe and fill your boots. Anyway, that's it from me, Paul Machin, for another bite size. Ta-da. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, 
there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.